Yeah. And I definitely had some things to talk about on that. Um, when I first talked to your daughter, Addison, she might be on the show, she might not yet, depending on when this airs. But she, like, immediately, she's like, you got to talk to my dad. I'm like, my dad is so cool. And so, um, obviously, I have um, have a couple friends in the download company, Dave Twyke, Clint West. And um, I just remember I was talking to Dave Twyke, and I was like, hey, I was like, this guy, like, should I interview him, all that? And he was telling me the story of how he hired him. He says, I didn't talk to him very long, but he goes, I remember I talked to Clint, who's the CEO, and he goes, we need to hire that guy. And I thought that was so cool. And he goes, like, you just had a good feeling about you, is what he told me. And yeah. He said, it's obviously panned out. So yeah. uh, one thing uh, Bruce Smolik talked about on the podcast a while back, um, he talked a lot about parenting and how parenting is really the impact this generation. And he complimented my parents. And I, I really think I need to compliment you after interviewing Addison yesterday on just parenting, especially in this generation. You can just tell um, in her that uh, she had a great background, a strong Christian background, a strong mm-hmm. Um, parents that wanted the best for her and so I think that's so commendable and I really just wanted to recognize that on the show. Uh, thank you for saying that. I have three great kids and I would be remiss if I didn't mention their mom who faithfully has sacrificed quite a bit over the years to pour into the kids. She stayed at home with them. She's homeschooled them and um, they wouldn't be who they are without her. Yeah, I love that. Say, how is it like a change from being, you know, a cool fighter pilot and you're flying in the skies, now you're sitting at a desk? Is there a big change with that emotionally, mentally, physically even? Do you like that sort of role shift? Fantastic question. I have to go back to the faith aspect of the whole situation. You know, Mm -hmm. there are times, I think, in any job or any situation, no matter how great it is, where those thoughts creep in, like, am I supposed to be here? Should should I be here? Do I deserve this? Am I good enough for this? Um, I've been listening to, um, yeah, there's a great pastor and leader out there named Craig Groeschel. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. uh, he's got some great content, and he's got a book out that talks about the battle in the mind. And I think we all go through that. We all have battles in our mind. That's probably where we win or lose most days and in most situations. And so I've had those thoughts, but I have to go back to, it's very clear that God has me where he wants me to be today and in this season. And it may be forever, or it may not be, but the the contentment that I have in this situation really is derived from knowing that, he, that God has authored this situation and has me where he wants me to be. Obviously, flying in an F-22 at 30,000 feet, with a bunch of other fighter aircraft in a, in a large force exercise training for combat or actually flying in combat itself is way different than sitting at a desk at a hardwood lumber company. However, I do think that, um, you know, I've always been passionate about people and about leadership and you can do that in any situation. Leadership is influence and, you know, wherever you are, whether you're truly in a leadership position or you consider yourself a follower or you're at the bottom of the totem pole. There's still opportunity for leadership. There's opportunity for influence. And I think when you approach situations that way, you know, you can find a lot of satisfaction, a lot of um, uh, opportunity with that mindset. Yeah, that is so, so good. Um, I Obviously, I like I said before, that's such a shift. And uh, I, I really don't think that I can do that with all the strength of God. I don't know if that's your case, too. But yeah, it. it it is absolutely the, the cornerstone of 
what I do. Saying that, walking a life of faith is much more challenging than and requires constant recalibration and refocus and having good people around you and staying yeah. in God's word. I mean, all of those things that we know to do, and it's a constant challenge because we're bombarded with lots of opportunities. Certainly as Americans, we have life very, very good compared to a lot of the world. Um, and that in itself is, it can be a barrier to true faith. And then we're presented with lots of um, challenges or setbacks or things that don't go the way that we want them to. And, um, you know, those can discourage our faith also. So it's a constant battle um, day in, day out to, to get it right. And I think ultimately in the position that I'm in, um, you know, I know that God has me exactly where I'm supposed to be for this season. And um, that makes all the difference. You know, I, I don't regret getting out of the military when I did, um, and I'm enjoying what I'm doing now. And, um, you know, it's easier said than done, but I just want to try to make a difference every single day. Wow. That is such a cool mentality to have. And do you have like a big morning routine that you follow? Yep. Every day. Um, I'm up fairly early um, and uh, try, you know, it's not a set time every day, but um, I am a coffee guy. So I grab my coffee, uh, grab my Bible and spend a pretty, quite a good amount of time in prayer and reading God's word. And then, of course, checking the weather and checking the news, you know, yeah. just generally getting going. But that's how I get ready for the day. You know, I think just even having time for myself, not bombarded by all the noise in the world is key. And then uh, for believers, um, it's important to have that daily routine of being in God's word, meditate on God's word day and night, and it will go well with you. Um, I think that's essential. Wow. That is so, so good. So one question I have for you, talk about God being the cornerstone of your life and trusting him. And uh, why are you at that point? Why do you trust him so much? Um, um, you know, the most people can point to some situation or moment in their lives where they put their faith in the Lord. Mm -hmm. That's step one. And in some ways, that's the easy part. When you believe God's word and you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, you know, that if you're a true believer, a true follower of Christ, you have that moment in your life when you did that. And, and that's really getting your foot in the door. That's the easy part. Um, it's the day-to-day -day battle and through challenge, the challenges of life that um, kind of strengthen you um, over time. And, and I don't know that I know for sure that I haven't done it right all the time. I failed with my kids. I failed in my marriage. I failed in job situations. I've failed in this situation or handling this relationship a certain way. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, we all have those and if we're honest, you know, we all have those kind of setbacks and failures. But I think um, over time, if you keep battling, keep pressing on and don't let those things drag you down, you develop that faith muscle that just continues to grow. And I, I think that's why I go back to one of the original points we talked about. Um, there, There is no finality to the journey until it's over. It's a constant process. And, um, you know, again, my faith hasn't always been solid. It's not always solid mm -hmm. day to day. It's just a constant growth process, constant battle. Yeah, I think uh, one of my favorite quotes, uh, I don't know who said it, that said, if you're not dead, God's not done. Right. And I love that quote. Right. Um, 
One other thing I always love to touch on this podcast is what's your advice for people in my generation, maybe get just finishing high school, in high school, in college, maybe just entering the workforce, what would be your biggest advice for someone in that situation? Is it okay if I sound like a broken record? Go for it. I'm going to come back to humility. Yeah. Be humble. Be humble. Um, I think now more than ever, your generation um, is is facing the, the challenge, like a lot of us are, of constant noise, mm-hmm. constant influence. Social media. Social media, um, regular media, uh, others that are plugged into social media that are then pouring their information into your brain. Um, there's just so much out there and it's mostly, if not all me centric, mm-hmm. what am I doing? What am I good at? How do I look in this or that? Or where, where have I been? And it's easy to, um, just to, uh, without processing it to subconsciously fall into that me centric sort of, sort of world. And so, in, uh, you know, when you're approaching a job situation or going to university or whatever that situation may be, if you're in a me-centric world, it's very hard to be humble. Mm-hmm. It's very hard to be teachable. It's very hard to be a good sport um, on the on the field. Whatever that situation is, you know, I love it when I see young people in your generation that are humble. They, yeah. they acknowledge that they don't have it all figured out. They come willing to learn. They're asking good questions. They're taking notes in meetings. They are teachable. And mm-hmm. to me, that says uh, that they recognize there are others who might know more than they are, or they do, and they're willing to learn. I think that willingness to grow in faith, to grow in wisdom. I just read this morning in Proverbs chapter 4, wisdom is a commodity. 100%. Think about that. Wisdom is a commodity. We think of gold and silver and Bitcoin and oil and all these other things that we can buy and sell and trade. But the Bible says that wisdom is a commodity. And if we're not humble enough to recognize where well, we have gaps and know that there are other people and other resources that can pour in and fill those gaps and and we're willing to learn, man, we're going to miss so much. And I, I said this in the podcast to your daughter, but um, I think our, one of our favorite quotes that we kind of centered around in that interview was that the more you learn, the more you realize you don't know it all. Right. And I've learned that definitely just even starting this podcast and talking to these all amazing young men and older men and everyone from all walks of life. And although stuff, they, things that they have to share that I have no idea like what they've done and how they've gotten there. And I'm nowhere near where they're at, which is so cool. And it's so cool for me and everyone else listening to this show to be able to learn from that. And I love it. Um, but uh, one thing I did want to touch on, do you interview people for the job? Are you an interviewer? Uh, I do. I have been involved in interviews. Okay. My follow-up question to that was going to be like, what for people that are going into a job interview, what's the big things you're looking for? Yeah, I have, um, I have two pieces of advice. One is for the company leadership ownership. The other one is for the job seeker. And I'll start with the the, the job seeker first. Um, obviously, you know, someone I, I like seeing uh, competence mm-hmm. and someone who has the ability to communicate. Um, I think that's a lost art, both in written and oral form, where. Someone can get up and speak and 
uh, articulate their thoughts well and coherently and competently, I think that's super important. Um, obviously, there needs to be substance there. And you need to have some qualification, but I love seeing confidence and, and uh, the ability to communicate well. Um, you know, it's, it's basic, but I think it's also, uh, it's hard to find people that just simply show up, show up on time, are engaged in the day-to-day yeah. and, and walk in that humility that we've talked about quite a bit. So that would be for the job seeker, um, you know, and I would also say, don't sell yourself short. You know, people have more skill, more capability than sometimes they bring to the table. Be confident and know that God's built you for a purpose. And um, if it's meant to be, it's going to happen. You know, it's mm-hmm. a, you know, there's, there's just a, opportunities that you may not think you're qualified or capable to do, but at least give it a shot. Yeah. You have more than you probably think you do. Um, for the ownership, the leadership, those that are trying to hire, one thing that I love about McDonald and Owen, and there's many things, mm-hmm. but their philosophy and something that I've embraced in interviewing people and as we're looking for new employees, we're looking for people that fit the culture, that we want to live with, work with, do business with. We want to win with yeah. those people, somebody that you want to have on your team. We're not necessarily looking for somebody that has all the skills and all the training and years and years of experience, if we can find somebody that has the right mentality that we want to live and work with, and they're willing to learn and grow, and you can do a lot with that. And so we've had a, a great run of successful hires just with that philosophy. Um, you know, and, and sometimes God moves people on to other things and things don't work out exactly the way that you want them to. But but I love that. I think for too long, businesses have focused on the degrees, the qualifications, the what shows up on a resume, which is just a one-dimensional representation. I want to see the three-dimensional person and see that they fit with our company culture and we can have fun together. And then we'll look at the qualifications and see if they fit. Yeah, that is so good. See, I just want to end it off with, and I always love to give people the opportunity to come on here because a lot of people like you that have seen a lot, know a lot, super wise. Do you have any leading words of advice for anyone out there? Maybe a quote, really whatever you interpret as something. Any of the leading message you want to um, use? We've hit on quite a bit. And uh, I want to say, first of all, thank you for what you're doing at, at your age and your generation to pursue wisdom. I appreciate that. It just happens to come together in one full message here as we're talking this morning that what I'm saying is important is exactly what you're doing. And I think that's, uh, that is um, to be commended. And I hope that those that are listening of whatever age, you know, recognize that, um, you know, that you're pursuing wisdom and, and uh, you should be honored for that. And I hope other listeners recognize that as well. Um, I think if I were to kind of throw out a final thought, um, you know, that, that humility piece, we've already talked about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I did touch briefly on, you know, the, the blessed are the poor in spirit, that full reliance on the Lord. Yeah. And I think I would just emphasize that one as the final piece that, um, you know, I don't matter. It doesn't matter what platform, you know, how, how great a, a, a Christian someone might p- appear to be. They might be a preacher, pastor, written a lot of 
uh, Christian books, you know, I guarantee that every single person from that level down to the brand new believer struggles with with faith, struggles with full reliance on the Lord. And I, I think it's especially um, true of Western believers, yeah. of Americans. We don't realize how good we have it. And so um, it's hard to really have full reliance on the Lord in all situations. And mm-hmm. and I'm speaking to myself as much as I'm speaking to you that, you know, I, I'm walking through this same, the same challenge and journey at the moment that um, uh, it's easy to only rely on the Lord in, in a crisis mm-hmm. or in a situation that is uh, confusing or we don't feel like we have the resources. I think, yes, we should rely on the Lord in those situations too. But um, I'm I'm on a journey to do that in every situation, in the good, the bad, 100% reliance on the Lord. Um, and so I would just challenge you, challenge the listeners to, if that's you, if you're if you're that um, you're a believer, then you're walking the journey. Keep fighting and um, make that your the, the calling to fully rely on the Lord. And if you're not a believer, at least check it out. Yeah. There's lots of messages out there um, that are trying to win your affection. And if you haven't at least given a good look at Jesus Christ, give a shot. Oh, absolutely. That's such good parting advice. And um, I'd love for everyone to, if you have to do something today and you get something out of this podcast, go do what he's saying. But Jeremy, thank you so much for your service and your sacrifice for our country. I really appreciate that from me and all the listeners here. And thank you so much for your time today and um, sharing and speaking insight and everyone here. Yeah. Thanks, Jackson. Thanks for having me on. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. I hope it impacted your life just as much as mine did. Just want to let you know, we do have an Instagram called Lessons in the Trenches. Just how it said lessons in the trenches on instagram if you want to go check that out we got pictures of all our guests on there some awesome photos and we'll be doing a lot more on there soon so please go check that out if you haven't already and thank you so much for watching